Hello everybody and welcome to this Triangles webinar for Monday, January the 2nd, 2022. The first for the new year and the first time I've had to say the words 20, the word 2022. It sounds good, a lot of twos in it. Um, first of all, it's good to see, I see there are 135 um, participants on the call, so we're a good solid group and I'm sure coming from many different parts of the world. Let's just begin um, and align ourselves together with the work we're doing with a moment of silence, after which we'll use together the noontime recollection. We know, O Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. My name is Steve Nation and I'm very happy to be your host today. As most of you know, these regular weekly Triangles webinars have two major goals, both of which aim to strengthen the planetary network. The first goal is to introduce new people to Triangles and hopefully stimulate the formation of new Triangles. So I do hope that there's some folks who are in the group today who are, don't know so much about Triangles, are new to it and are interested in finding out about it. And the second goal is to create a space um, where existing Triangles members and workers can come together to share in a meditative visualization in support of the Triangles work and to hear reflections and share ideas about world service through the power of thought from different Triangles workers. Today's broadcast will focus on the theme, the science of impression and the role of the creative arts. We'll begin with some introductory remarks about triangles. These will be followed by some thoughts on impression and the creative arts. Then we'll work with a visualization, which regular participants in this webinar are familiar with. And this will be followed by a conversation with our guest, Bob Svehovic, who will talk about and introduce some of his really unusual and interesting work communicating the deeper teachings in ancient mythic ancient myths through animated video, graphic novels, and illustrated books. Bob's been doing this for many years and works at a very high level. We really are in for a bit of a treat. So if you're new to Triangles, welcome. The Triangles Network is made up of individuals around the planet who come from different spiritual backgrounds, sharing a common belief in the powerful role that meditation, prayer, and invocation can play in the creation of a better world. The name triangles is significant at many levels. After all, the triangle, the three as one, is one of the most fundamental symbols in almost every spiritual and esoteric tradition. The triangles network, made up of groups of three people who agree to link in thought every day, visualizing themselves as a triangle of light and together this network of triangles invoking energies of light and goodwill for human service. 
every triangle, every unit of three is part of the global network of triangles. And the lighted energies of divinity that are invoked are visualized as flowing out from each triangle through the network of triangles and into the world of human consciousness, strengthening, feeding and nourishing all that is good and true and beautiful in the world. This network has been built over many decades and can be envisaged as a strong, well-established, potent structure in the etheric or energetic body of humanity, a structure through which spiritual energies are flowing into the consciousness of humanity and touching all hearts and minds open to spiritual stimulation. Many of the participants in the network draw at least some of their spiritual inspiration from the esoteric and theosophical teachings that are found in the books by Alice Bailey. The teachings contain a strong emphasis on the role and meaning of the triangle in response to the question, who am I? And to the triangle of energies that lie at the heart of the spiritual path and the bridging between the worlds of spirit, soul and incarnated personality. It's not surprising that um, many triangles workers draw at least some part of their influence from the Alice Bailey teachings because it was really, it's really in the Alice Bailey teachings that this whole idea of triangles was introduced and it is really the project of the master who was responsible for the Alice Bailey teachings. And today triangles is one of the service activities of the Lucis Trust, which is the umbrella organization that was established by Alice Bailey. But all this is just by way of introduction because Triangles does not exist to promote the Alice Bailey teachings. This is not in any way its purpose or its function. Triangles workers come from different spiritual traditions and that's a really important, it's what gives a lot of strength to the network. And what unites the workers is their use of the great invocation and the willingness to use the power of thought in service to humanity. Workers organized and structured work, lightly structured, but it depends on the regular participation of Triangle's partners in a simple daily act of alignment with the three, with the two others, the three points of the triangle, and together this daily repetitive use of the Great Invocation. Triangle's workers don't need to synchronize that when they link up. In other words, there's no need for the three points in a triangle to link at the same time, or certainly no need to be physically together, because this is work with the power of thought. If you're new to the work and respond to this idea of planetary service, you might like to consider forming a triangle, or if you're already a member of triangles, you might consider forming another. The more people who participate, um, and with the, with the more depth is put into the work, um, the more spiritual energy will be released into our world. And this is especially true of those who are already consciously treading a spiritual path and developing skills from that path and work with the lighted, loving energies of the soul or the higher self. There's information on the Triangles website, www.triangles.org, about how to form a triangle. There's also a section there where you can form a triangle online by entering your details and inviting others to contact you to form a triangle. Or you can enter a request in the chat box 
during the webinar today and others on the call may agree to form a triangle with you. Ideally, however, the, the best triangles I always think are those that have formed when the initiator of the triangle has had the courage to reach out to two other spiritual colleagues, um, whatever their background is, and invite them to join them in this daily practice. If you have questions about triangles, don't hesitate to ask these in the chat box during the call today, um, or ask them in the discussion period towards the end of the call, um, when you'll be invited to either raise your hand or to post messages in the chat box. But for now, let's move on, take a pause, and enter into silence through a simple visualization. So visualize yourself as the soul, the divine self, as a radiant center of light and love, the essential I, in your mind's eye, see your closest spiritual companions also as radiant centers of light and love. Identify the particular qualities of light in others, in some others who are close to you. Know that all human beings have this center, this divine self within them. That this is a part of human nature. A radiant living network of triangles has been built around the planet through the daily work of Triangles members. Visualize lighted loving energies pouring through this network, flowing from the mind of God, the heart of God, and from that very center where the will of God is known. Imagine these fiery flaming energies enlivening all who are treading a spiritual path flowing through small groups of servers everywhere on the planet, pouring light into the broad consciousness of humanity, feeding hope, vision, 
inspiration and restoring the spirit of companionship and service to all cultures, all peoples. So on the call today, we're going to be focusing on the theme of the science of impression and the creative arts. And we're especially fortunate to have Bob Svehovic as our guest. Bob is a long-time triangles worker who's been serving through the creative arts under the inspiration of the esoteric teachings for much of his adult life. And he'll be illustrating his thoughts on the theme with examples of his work with animated films, graphic novels, and richly illustrated mythical stories, all designed to introduce young people especially to the laws and principles of the spiritual life. The science of impression is a technical term used in the Bailey teachings to refer to the role that impression of higher energies plays in evolution at every level of creation and every level of consciousness. It also refers to the role that impression plays for human beings working on the spiritual path. Through the long-term practice of particular techniques to align the different levels of mind and heart, the spiritual worker learns through this science to bridge between the inner realms of reality, inner, inner, between the inner realities of spirit and soul or solar angel or divine self, to bridge between these inner worlds with the outer worlds of the conscious mind and emotions, the world of the personality, the incarnated personality. The central technique for building this bridge of alignment the central practice, is equally applicable in any spiritual tradition. And in essence, it involves a purposeful combination of meditation, using a prescribed, well-established system of meditation, or focused, concentrated thought, of organized and disciplined study of a well-developed metaphysical or esoteric philosophy, very important in training the mind to enter into ideas, cosmological ideas, and to the essence of cosmology, and a personal, purposeful effort to live a life of service. So those are the three central things for a technique of building alignment, and really a technique for the human being to practice the science of impression, meditation, study, and service. When these tools are practiced with care and in a disciplined way over decades, they can give the practitioner a way of aligning and identifying with a higher abstract mind, completely free of any sense of the separated self, 
and with the buddhic intuitive levels of direct knowledge, this sort of higher level of feeling where one sees directly into the heart of the divine. When practiced with the thought that the soul is group conscious and with an orientation to one's particular spiritual group, in other words, taking responsibility for the group that's sensed as being the spiritual group within which one has incarnated, these tools of bridging generate a magnetic aura in the group mind, in the mind of this particular identified group, which then becomes open to impression from higher worlds, and actually which invokes impression from higher worlds. Impression in these terms concerns principles, insights, and understandings that meet world need during any particular period in human development. And the science of impression as it, as it relates to the human path requires the use of the mind and creativity to discern the real from the unreal. One always has that responsibility to observe and discern. And as Bob will explain, this work with the science of impression essentially transforms the nature of the energy body. So it transforms substance. And it transforms the nature of the energy body, not just of the individual aspirant or server, but of the culture and civilization. And when we talk about the transition from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, in a human sense, what we really mean is, mean is the is a reorientation and a recreation almost of the etheric body, the energy body of humanity in its relationship with the energy body of the planet and the other kingdoms of nature and with the higher energy bodies of the higher realms of consciousness. So with those few thoughts, let's enter into the work of the visualization um, that we use in this Triangles Meditation group. Group Fusion. We link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world working with us today in this Triangles Meditation Group in this webinar. And each one of us says, in the center of the will of God I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. 
using the creative imagination. Link with two other points, two close spiritual companions, to create a triangle of light. Visualize this triangle as an essential part of the radiant worldwide network of triangles. Hold the consciousness steady, immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Hold the consciousness steady, immersed within this light. Now lift your consciousness to the world teacher, the one who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy, and the one who also stands at the heart of every triangle. Precipitation. Visualize energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around and through the triangle's network. See these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness, and establishing right human relationships. Think of the potency of these energies of love, 
light and goodwill. Now let us sound together the adapted version of the mantra of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve, you serve. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form, and life and all events, and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the entire planet alight and alive with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Distribution. Sound the great invocation silently or aloud. And as you repeat each stanza, visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and the world of human experience. And as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose flow into human consciousness. From the
the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, friends. Thank you for that. Bob Svahovic, a triangles worker and long-term student of the wisdom teachings, is a storyteller and animator whose books and films creatively communicate universal principles to new audiences. Um, thank you. The, in the chat, you'll see um, a couple of websites um, First of all, bobsverhovic.com. I first learned about Bob's work through his graphic presentation of the Hercules myth. And you can see the incredible job he did here on the site, um, herculesthemyth.com. His graphic novel, Hercules, the Mythic Journey Retold, can be ordered from Amazon at the Hercules, and you will see the link at the Hercules website. His magical and enchanting children's film, Little Blue, which he will briefly introduce, was exhibited at numerous film festivals around the world and won an award at the International Film Festival in Italy. Other films, equally exciting and beautiful to see, include The Ritual Cat and a film developing the idea of a coming world teacher, the film One World Hope. His latest work, only just completed, is an illustrated young adult novel 
based on ancient Irish myths. Bob describes his work on the website as dealing with the epic themes found in ancient mythology that help us to manifest a new vision for a more purposeful life. And I can't imagine a better expression of the creative arts and service than this body of work that Bob has produced through his life. All of it is an illustration of how a server can draw on his own creativity to reveal to new audiences not so much his personal vision, but more the vision of what is possible for the future and what is in line with humanity's destiny. Bob, you're so very welcome on this Triangles webinar. I look Thank forward you. to hearing from you. Good. Thank you very much. Uh, first, I'd like to say thank you to all those involved in this Triangles activity, the group effort to increase the light and goodwill available to humanity is a worthy service, practice, and a lifestyle to value. To help understand what we are doing, it is worth our time to explore our place and purpose in the planetary life. The triangle work, as you know, is based on the planetary etheric body, which is all-inclusive. It is a subtle energy which controls, governs, and conditions the outer physical plane. Through this medium, every human being is basically related to every other expression of divine life, minute or great. The function of the etheric body is to receive energy impulses and to be swept into activity by these impulses or streams of force emanating from some originating source or other. The etheric body is in reality, not the energy. We as a group are trying to make it more responsive by creating triangles out of the current square patterns. The etheric field is in constant circulation and ebb and flow. Our thinking and visualization can help in this transformation making it easier for energies to flow through the triangular formation. It's interesting to note that in the animation film industry, when a change from drawing two-dimensional characters to the recent computer-generated three-dimensional designs, they had to find a way of how to model the skin surface and how it would function. They used a polygon mesh, which you can see. It is interesting to note that the gaming industry, which tends to use the triangle more because they can be rendered faster. So perhaps we're helping uh, render the Earth's responsiveness. The other aspect of animation is the Latin root of the word animate, is animere, which is to give breath to, also to endow with a particular spirit. We used to say, bring it to life. Our triangle efforts are along the same lines. We hope to bring to humanity life more abundant. In my work, I try to find a way to inspire right relations and goodwill. In the film and children's book, Little Blue, I hope to encourage breaking free from conventional norms. The film was well received around the world and yet one particular protest I heard was, 
How dare you teach our children to think for themselves? I'd like to give you here now a brief intro to the film. There are moments in our lives when a discovery can ignite a passion. The question being, will we stand? Little Blue shares his dream. Ever since humanity developed language, there has been the art of storytelling. There's a tradition to entertain, keep history alive, and give guidance to the next generation. Somewhere along the line, the spiritual guides of humanity were able to influence these stories and provide a vision of purpose, which we are still trying to understand. Mythology and storytelling, whether poetry, art, dance or music are the outer symbols which can convey truth or beauty and uplift humanity. They light the lamp of inspiration. I'd like to quote from Joseph Campbell, mythology is not a lie. Mythology is poetry. It's metaphorical. It has been well said that mythology is the penultimate truth an ultimate because the ultimate cannot be put into words, it is beyond words, beyond images, and beyond that bounding rim of the Buddhist wheel of becoming. Mythology pitches the mind beyond that rim to what we can be known but not told. Human development has a history of symbolic stories and myths which guide and inspire. The Greeks, Romans, Celts, First Nation, Lutherians, the Bible, and the list goes on. As a group, with the help of the Tibetan, we are most familiar with Hercules and his discovery of his true identity. For clarity of his journey, the story, symbols, and astrology are explained at the website herculesthemyth.com. People often pass these myths off as just stories, or they read them as literal. The stories are gifted tools, allowing us the opportunity to sense what's just beyond our horizon, or ring past that. Joseph Campbell has many good books which can help us see the power of myth is a great place to start. Some symbols are common to many myths. The tree of life is found in Christianity, Buddhism, Islam, Judaism, and is a prominent symbol in the Celtic beliefs. In Hercules, it is found in Labor 3, 
the garden Hesperide, one tree of life nourishing the many. The Celts believe the roots represent the other world. The trunk represents the mortal world and it, con and it connects the roots and the branches. And the branches represent the world above or the heaven. Alice Bailey puts it this way, when the sun progresses into the mansion of the serving man, the way of life takes the place of the way of work. Then the tree of life grows until its branches shelter all sons of men. The building of the temple and the carrying of the stones cease. The growing trees are seen, the buildings disappear. Let the sun pass into the appointed place. And in this day and generation, attend ye to the roots of growth. So, why tell stories? The third aspect of the soul is the creator aspect, the building of forms which will inspire and meet the needs of humanity is a service. Ask yourself, what inspired you to look into esoteric studies? For me, it was a book I picked up as a young teen, The Third Eye by T. Lopesang Rampa. There is a lot of controversy as to whether he was or was not a monk from the Shakpuri Lamsari, the temple of Tibetan medicine. Some say he was just a writer from England. It matters not to me. It was the start of a long journey which I'm still on, and his motto was, I light a candle. I recently chose to retell the ancient myth of the Celtic sun god, Lu. It involves the ancient struggle between good and evil, the haves and the have-nots, and who is the rightful king. It, spe it speaks of four treasures from the sacred isles of the two Danaan. These symbols from the four directions are Paragraph, the sword of light. Once drawn, no one could resist it. Esoterically, it is the sword of the cold blue steel, which is wielded from the mental plane by the ego. The double-edged blade separates the true from the false. From the east, the sphere of destiny. It is the transmitter of fire. No battle ever sustained against it. Esoterically, is the golden rod of power, the awakened Kundini, ending in the crown chakra, releasing the vital spark. From the west, the cauldron of Dagda, from which no company went away unsatisfied. Esoterically, I believe it represents the group heart. And from the north, the stone of destiny, a fail, would cry out when the rightful king puts his foot against it. Esoterically, it seems to represent the grounding or the continuum of spirit and matter. Hopefully, it too is a story of adventure which will light a candle. Alice Bailey has written that you can, if you so desire, help construct the thought form of a new age teaching. You do this above all by your thought, by your practical application of any truth which you may have understood to your personal life 
at any cost. By your sacrifice and your service to your fellow men, and by the constant dissemination of knowledge which you may possess. I'm a better listener than originator. If you stand and reach into the rain cloud of noble things, you never know what might just pour out. There are many inspirational stories being told in books and films. And yet, sadly, there is also a lot of glamour out there. Another quote from Joseph Campbell is, the ultimate aim of the quest must be never realized or, sorry, but neither realized nor ecstasy for oneself, but for the wisdom and the power to serve others. I recently finished a short film about the reappearance of the world teacher, one world hope. And it's a different view of a potential event. Here's another short trailer. Deep within the nearest faraway place, there's a gathering of eternally vigilant guardians monitoring the universe of constant change. A revolving planet would surely collapse into chaos without their guiding thought. It's time. Muhammad, are you joining? I will be with you as soon as the faithful stop fighting. They think this cleansing battle will prepare the way for the coming one. They have lost their way to the true house of peace. We just need a moment. Peace be upon you. Take the time you need. It's time to renew the plan. I promised I would return. All are not yet home. There have been many who have claimed to be the one. The counterfeit ever guarantees the truth. But you never really let... When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. When the student is truly ready, the teacher will disappear. So, we'll go with you. Let's do this. Let's make it right this time. Time to light it up. Remember, keep it simple. No dogma this time. Ganesha, you clear the way. I'll keep the light on.
The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. For that, um, uh, yeah, the bandwidth was a little slow, but you get get the general idea. Oh, it's wonderful! I think when you look at your whole body of work, but that last one on the um, the reappearance—that's that's a beautiful piece. How long is it, Bob? That it's film? it's really eight and a half minutes, and I <laughs> wow. I cut out all my sarcastic um, points of view. <laughs> But I mean, eight and a half minutes—that's that's a doable um, yeah, thing for people to watch. You know, that's that's just to introduce it, an idea. It, it's also on when you view it on the bandwidth from YouTube, which can be found on my web site. That it's much smoother. But anyway, it's all to be enjoyed. Oh, congratulations! It's a joy to see the use of creativity, because. Um, one part of this theme is is the theme of impression and creativity, and just through what we've seen um, now, you can see the way in which you've used your creativity not to anything to do with yourself, but to communicate um, the sort of higher impressions um, that are relevant to humanity as a whole. Do you yes, think that? I, yep. I, I I would like to just say one thing about um, creativity uh, manifests in many forms. It, it, it doesn't have to be in the arts. I, I think creativity in in business, in healing, in all the activities. Um, I mean, that's what humanity being the the throat center of of um, of the one in whom we live and have our being. So the creativity is not just limited to the arts. It's, it's truly uh, how we build things. It's how, how we, how we see things. It's so I just, I, I'd like to, you know, you don't have to be, you, you can be one or the other, you can be an economist and still be a truly creative person. Exactly. That that's 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 true, Bob. And the the focus, like the thing I think is really interesting, is when creativity moves away from creative about expressing yourself, which is a really important part of creativity. But it moves into real service, where you take invest all of your creative skills in terms of the communicating of revelation communicating of ideas and principles and that's where you find creativity in all those fields you've 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 discussed and talked about yeah i i think it it comes down to to me it's it's just one word it's inspiration and and to try i mean without dictating someone's behavior or what's right or what's wrong you just i just try to inspire them to look and and to hold an open space and that's that's I, I i can't do better than that uh that's and what a beautiful way you've done it um bob there's some 
quite interesting comments. Can you see, have you got the um, chat box open? Y yes, I do. <laughs> have, have a look yes. at, starting from the bottom, go up and you'll find Violet Philippowitz. Philippowitz. Um, with a comment about Harry Potter's books. Oh, yes. I got it. that? Yes. Um, exactly. I mean, the, the Harry Potter books, I mean, I have a 10-year-old grandson that, that is totally fascinated by them. And, and that opening his eyes to the aspect of um, the, the hidden things in the world uh, especially, you know, going to Hogwarts and, and being selected is, you know, it's it's wonderful. There are many, many. I mean, if you look at the Lord of the Rings and, yeah, exactly. and even the Star Wars. Star Wars was based. Uh, he he was consulting with Joseph Campbell on that, and the hero's journey was how that all got started. And actually, uh, Joseph Campbell stayed at his ranch in California. For a couple of years as he got older and would would uh, help him advise about about the story of that mm -hmm. i mean obviously the force is is with us so anyway it's because we forget how influential some of the ideas that are at the heart of all esoteric traditions um that these are powerfully present in some really important and significant filmmakers and writers well absolutely Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's interesting to know that I think he had a, a difficult time on um, getting Star Wars financed. I mean, you know, you're, you're out there in, in left field trying to present something that's actually mainstream that many don't see as of yet. Right. Suzanne Miller um, has an interesting thought. What of popular children's games like Mindcraft, M-I-N-E, bracket D-craft, which have constant receptive squares children are absorbing, not triangles. It's interesting. Well, I, I'm not all that familiar with the Minecraft game. Um, no, I don't know it. But there, there's, again, there's a lot of games out there that are um, simulations. And then there's obviously also Violet games out there. Exactly. But, I'm, I'm not that familiar to, to comment on it. Perhaps somebody else might have something. Yeah, good point. The, I was intrigued by the um, that f the first slide you showed of one of the one of the early slides of how um, in order to create the skin in animation, um, right. the the one you showed of the penguin was squares, and then you were saying that in order to make things faster, which your gaming needs. Um, the skin is being used, the triangles are being used in the skin. I thought that was interesting. It, it, yeah. <laughs> and it, it would be hopeful that by our transforming squares into triangles that the, mm. the new age will get here a little bit sooner. Mm. Uh, do, do, you, you, do you use a skin in your work, Bob? And, and in, in which case, do you use squares or triangles? In the, uh, when I did Little Blue back in, I think it was 96, there was not much besides squares, um, and it was an early industry. And then beyond that, I've done basically two-dimensional, and and the uh, the one World Hope is a two-dimensional film, and the uh, uh, Ritual Cat 
which is based on a Buddhist story of uh, making sure we don't get uh, over-involved in the uh, constructs of form that we become crystallized. And The, the Ritual Cat is a two-dimensional film also done in black and white. Interesting. The, um, if anyone has a, would like to make a comment by raising your hand, please, um, please feel free to do so. You can raise your hand um, on, the, on the bottom of the screen under reactions. If you click on reactions, you see an option to raise your hand if you want to ask Bob something directly. Uh, somebody, uh, hang on, was um, talking about the creativity of something that's, uh, it's Angela, um, and the creativity not being taught. I mean, it's one of the first things they cut in school, which is the, usually the arts, but the, the Montessori program, and, and I was familiar with the uh, Rudolf Steiner um, Waldorf schools for a while, and their aspects of creativity are, are definitely um, farther ahead than our conventional educational system here. Exactly, but we can see them as seeds. And the interesting thing is that all of those schools, Montessori, Steiner, Waldorf schools, are, are growing. And um, in a way, um, I think that the triangles work, that's one of the practical expressions you can see, you can imagine in every field, like education, um, this etheric stimulation of creativity. Yes. Yeah. Clint, Clint asks, um, for those who are readers of the Bailey books, is there a link to the film one to the reappearance? Uh, not not in, in the Bailey, not in Lucius, but on the website, um, the website bobsweehovic.com. Yeah. All of, there's a link to all the books, all the films, and you can see them uh, right there, and they're off of you. They're on YouTube, so they will stream faster uh, right. and, and more smoothly. And, and some, you, someone here has just mentioned uh, virtual reality with esoteric teachings to help couples create communion. Uh, ah. And, and that's, that's, virtual reality is becoming a, I, I I don't have an opinion of it as of yet, but it's it's a whole strange world to me. But it's it's uh, looking very interesting. In a way, this is the challenge of each, like each one of us, whatever wherever our life takes us in the professional field. So if it takes you into virtual reality, then it's the challenges to adjust it um, to the work of revelation of communication. Um, yes, Diane writes, I'm about to combine vertical reality with esoteric teachings to help couples create communion and purpose. And she asks for suggestions as I combine this new tech with ancient vibrations. That's interesting, Diane. And one thing I would think too is to imagine the other souls all over the world, there will be others who are also facing this challenge um, and evoking calling on the creativity of the angels if you like calling on a higher creativity um, to speak through um, the work and see a whole new field emerging there there's um obviously the uh, 
treatise on white magic is is about manifesting ideas and and thoughts, which which we all do um, without too much discipline about it, and we get too too much emotional desire body built into them. But so that that's one book which I would say if you want to think about how the uh, Deva Kingdom is is involved in um, putting form to thought, um, it's that's that's a pretty impressive one, and also um, the the book Telepathy in the Etheric Vehicle also addresses um, those those aspects of, of what it is that we're actually subconsciously doing. I, I don't consciously, you know, address any of the, I just try to do the best I can. I, I it's, it's really difficult to, to have the purity of thought and, and the ability to address and hold it consciously long enough to, to make it an effective um, form. And, and magic communicates the essence of an idea. So in a way, what I see your work as doing and, and the work of, of the real creative artists now in every field is touching the essence of an idea or the essence of a universal principle that is part of the transition into Aquarius and allowing that essence to speak in a way that can touch, you know, can touch minds and hearts. And um, that's where you see the new creativity so alive. Yes. There, there's, there was a, recently, a, not recently, I assume it's one of the current trends of thought in the art world. It's the thing about um, the finished product. It's, it's about um, the thought behind it. And not so much the the physical form of it. So they're they're trying to move it into the mental plane. I don't know if I agree with that. I you know I still find beauty in Monet's watercolors and you know that kind of thing. But but the the it's in essence they're saying it's the concept of that matters and how you put it across doesn't matter that much. Right. And it's it's more the final you know, opening that, that space for the thought. Because I would say that any great creator like Monet, if you take Monet, then that's exactly what is happening. A, a, um, a, a particular sensitivity to impression mm -hmm. um, where the, 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 the art, the skill of the art has been developed in a way where the artist can stand aside and the impression itself can be communicated through the artist's creativity onto the, onto in this case, into the painting, which then you know tens of thousands, millions of people, um, by viewing the painting, have an opportunity to touch the essence of that impression, and yes. um, in a way, yes. this is what's happening. There is a uh, well, the whole concept of what what is beauty. I mean, that's a whole topic, also. Um, some the, the simple words lately are that you know beauty is truth, but you know it, it. And the more truthful, the more you can encompass 
um, what that beauty is that more people will see the truth in it. It's, you know, uh, yeah. (laughs) But it's even, look, you look at your work and even it's the simplicity of humor, Um, not contrived humor, but where joy is communicated because joy is like an essential wisdom. And so for people to be exposed, exposed for, for people, for any of us, to be exposed exposed to the simplicity and the authenticity of joy, you know, that's what more sort of radical role can one play now right. in today's world. Right. Yeah. The you know that, that old saying is happiness is the personality and joy is the exactly. note of the soul. And uh, yeah. Uh, Brad, then we, we're, we're a little bit over time, so we need to just, um, oh, I see there's, there's so much here. Wayne and Brad, um, a painting, Brad, a painting that is true art transmits the energy that created the form. Yeah. The organization of form to create beauty through the fourth ray. And Wayne adds that about the construction of triangles. A few years ago, some researchers attempted to construct a computer model of our world using quantum mechanics. They were unable to do this and chaos resulted when the usual rules of quantum mechanics were applied. And after much frustration, they added a quality that enabled their formulas to construct a realistic model. And all they did was insert cause and effect. In other words, something that's real. Prior to this time, Prior to this, time and construction could move in any direction, and hence the chaos. And this is causal dynamic triangulation. Causal dynamical triangulation. Look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> Thanks, Thank Wayne. That's, that, that, yeah, that's interesting. And Suzanne mm-hmm. comments on Torquem's um, writings. Um, Torquem Saradarian. Um, he often writes about beauty and the, the energetic power of beauty. So I think we should probably end there. Bob, That thank you so much. That was um, a really valuable time and a beautiful contribution to the Radiant Network of Triangles. Thank you so thank much. Thank you and, and thank everybody in Triangle Work. Okay. Thank you, everybody. The next um, Triangles webinar will be next Monday on at 3 p.m. Eastern Time from New York, um, Monday, January the 17th. So we look forward to seeing you then. And let's just pause with a moment of silence. Thank you, friends. Thank you all.